On today's episode, Dave interviews Johanna Stein. Johanna has been on Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, and the film Mulholland Drive. She's written for The Oxygen Network at The New York Times, Huffington Post, PBS, and Comedy Central. Johanna has a book on being a parent that's coming out around Mother's Day 2014. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. I would pay you $100 to have this interview with my dad. What kind of interview? When you just say an interview, interview. Just, a, just this discussion, podcast. Uh, uh, and he's, he's up in Canada? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I'll send you to Winnipeg to do it, but the next time he's here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what travel expenses will be included. Right. Well, uh, what, what, does your dad, what does your dad do? He, he's a retired history professor. Uh-huh. And did you get any of those jeans? Look at that. No, not at all. Uh-huh. No, I ha- I, I'm a... History is one of the things that I could never understand mm-hmm. at all. I had a, a major... That in accounting. Just a mental you block just, about it. You just it. don't have an ability to... To, to... to see it as real, which uh-huh. is... You what know, do you mean when it's real, t- like when, it's a story. Yeah, when uh-huh. when you when you actually see a, a story based on a historical event, mm-hmm. that's great. Right. Twelve Years a Slave. Right. Blew my mind. Amazing. Right. You understand suddenly. You understand truly what that event, the series of events, means in the context of history and how it led to where we are. Right. But I always found history to be so boring. I could never connect it with real people and real emotions, and it just was like did random you, dates. Did you ever read? Um, uh, Devil in the White City. Yes, see, loved that, it. That is all. That's Amazing. Totally history. You yeah. know that, right? There's not a line in that book that hasn't been verified. Yeah. Verified. I know. Well, he's an amazing. He's an amazing Eric Larson. writer. Yeah, amazing right. storyteller. He wrote. Oh no, he, I'm thinking. So he's yeah, Eric Larson. He, yeah, he wrote that. He wrote um, uh, something the beast in Garden of the Beast, which is about uh, a, a, a Chicago University of Chicago. Uh, during the, the Roosevelt administration, and the University of Chicago um, professor in history, I believe, uh-huh. who was writing uh, a treatise on slavery, yeah. they couldn't get somebody to be an ambassador to in, in the in the in the Third Reich and an American ambassador. So Roosevelt tagged him, and he had an adult, a post adolescent daughter and oh the entire family, and she started dating, uh, like literally da- dating, literally the head of the Gestapo. Oh and this God. is, and you go, what the fuck? Wow. Well, there's history. Right. Yeah. But it's all about the way that it's, it's the way that it's, presented. it's presented yeah. to you. Yeah, and that he happens to be an amazing writer. That's what. Eric Larson. Yes. I mean, well, when you read it. Dad? Oh, he's a, a, an amazingly interesting person. Right. I mean, he's not a writer. So, I mean, he is a writer. He wrote a book, but he I'm is, saying as, as, as a deliverer of, of, of history. He is fascinating. Right. Fascinating. Kind of guy who uh, his students. You know, he, he is consistently on their list of favorite teachers. But he was my dad. So, you know, right. I, if he was not my dad, I'm sure I would have a deep love for history. <laughs> but um, I don't. <laughs> was it uh, um, Sarah Silverman and uh, I think Jimmy Kimmel, they were, yeah. they were dating. Yes. And Jimmy Kimmel was saying to Sarah Silverman, she goes, he said, I just, I just, I fucking can't take my parents. I can't take my parents. And she said this, which I thought was really great. She said, pretend they're not your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then you go, right. Yeah. Because I'm sure that if you come over to my house and meet my mom, yeah. you, you, you would say, oh, she's great. And she is great. Yes. She's my mom. I love her very much. Yeah. But there are some times where I just want to go, we could be in silence right now. You yeah. understand that we don't have to keep talking. <laughs> now, do you think that that all connects to stuff that happened when you were a kid or your, you know, the disparity between your kid relationship with your mom and your relationship now? What or is mean? it just that you know her so well? Oh, oh in that Where thing does that the just... frustration, where does the... Aggravation come from right. It's I don't know. You're a mom. 
What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I try so hard to keep that kid entertained and interested, and I remind her regularly that she's going to hate my guts when she's a teenager. But and she, she does. Says, she says, no, I won't. And I say, well, let's just leave some space for that, because you, she's seven. I say, I, I'm pretty sure you will, and that'll be fine. Right. So I, I'm just telling you, I'll be okay with it. When you hate me, I'm going to be totally cool with it. Did you hear? Did you hear the the Terry Gross's review uh, interview with that woman, senior? Yes, she, yesterday you, was great. All, all did you think it was great? It drove me fucking crazy. Did it really? Yes, it drove me crazy because she kept doing. This. I'll join. I'll join. No play. Well, right. No, I'll join. No fun. I'll join. No fun. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Of course, it's right up your alley. So what I didn't like about it was the way that she presented herself. She said like so many times and kind of sort of and somewhat I, so yes, many times. And she said, um, so many times that Terry Gross started to do it. Wow. And wow. if you can get Terry Gross to pop likes in where yes. likes don't belong. You are so conscious. It's funny because I noticed that too. I guess it was, maybe it was that overt. But do you think... I just thought maybe she was too loosened up to pay attention to her. How could you be skills? too loosened up? Because right now, <laughs> this we're in this is uh, this interview, this interview, this talk, this chat, this sure. conversation. There's, there's, we're aware that we're doing it. Yes. And when you are interviewed by Terry Gross, you know she's in Philadelphia, and you're wherever you are. Sure, much like there, we are. Right, exactly. You are actually, <laughs> yes, you're right now in a phone booth in 1841. And uh, <laughs> that's going to happen I one day. I make it too. That's the weird, yeah, it will happen. That will happen one day. Yeah. Where right now we go, where are you? Or on the phone and one day to yeah. say, where are you? I'm yesterday. Right. Yeah. Why are you yesterday? I what are you was, doing in yesterday? I had to get that chocolate bar. It was the last one. Yeah. Was you went all the delicious. way back to yesterday to get a chocolate bar? I love, I have a, I have a problem with chocolate. Yeah. But yeah. you didn't have to go to yesterday and get a chocolate bar. I could bar. have gone to Thursday. Absolutely. Right, right, right. You could have yes. gone to this morning before they before they opened the chocolate yeah. the store. All right. I make mistakes. See, I look at I'm all... cyborg. I make mistakes occasionally. <laughs> I, I, you don't know that you're a cyborg. You don't <laughs> I know, know that. that I'm a cyborg. You don't know that you're a cyborg. Uh, yes, I, we, yes. But see, I actually have a, a bad habit of going, uh. So I was listening to her her interview this woman yesterday. What was her name? Her senior. Se Jennifer Senior? Something like that. Yeah. Right. Junior Eliza Senior? Right. Um, so I, I was I was more relating to that. Like, oh, I hope to God I don't do that if I have that opportunity. To talk I'm, to I'm super but aware of that's what pissed you off? That's what pissed me off. I couldn't listen to her anymore. Oh, yeah. She said like a lot of times. She lot. said like a lot of times. And yeah. maybe even if they were used properly, yeah. she said it too many times. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't even get to hear the, the content. I heard a lot of it. Yeah. I heard a lot of it. And you that's what I'm, I'm going back to this. Yeah. Is the idea that you, your relationship with your daughter when she becomes, when she becomes an adolescent. Yes. Is going to be trying on the both of you, but it's also going to be trying on you and David. You oh, and yes. Yeah. And that's what I really got out of that. Yes. Was these relationships that we have with our daughters and yes. our, our, our children yeah. isn't really about just the daughters and our children. It's also about the way that I look at you, my relationship with you, my relationship with friends, and yes. all those other things. What was that word that she used? Filiocracy? Was that it? Uh, or filiarchy? How we have now turned it... Yes. I, that, to me, I found profound. The idea that we are working our... We are, we are living our lives around... Yeah, that they're the, that they're the center of our lives. That we, that you know, we, we've, we've come from patriarchy or matriarchy, and now right. everything is revolved that you... you you revolve your world around your kid. Right. And I don't think that's right. 
I well, love what my did daughter. You just say you you're the first thing that you said yes. when you mentioned her. The first thing that you said was yes. you said entertain her. <laughs> yes, but that's that's just because I'm a trained monkey. That's I, just my personality. But that's what I'm saying, that's right? Me. I mean, I don't but I don't think everybody I she she isn't the center of my existence. I happen to think she's an awesome person and I love her. But I, you know, she is not the my sole reason for being. I think a lot of people would be, do do and, that, but you hear it. Yeah. But you, you hear, and you must hear it. You know, because your your part of your demographic. Because I'm not going to say your demographic because oh, you, you do a I lot. I write about mom's crap. You right write now. about mom's. Stuff. When I and I love it. Yes, but, but right uh, what now, I'm saying is what, what I'm saying is do. part of your demographic because that's not exactly. I no, I'm not going. to, I do not say pigeonhole it. you. Do it. Well, but it's part it's of what it. What I'm because, doing right now, absolutely. Right. It's what I'm focused on. For it's sure. right now. Totally. Because yeah. I think a lot of people. I mean, for, I think, isn't there a pressure? Because if I said to you, what you do is your demographic is that, that's not true. Your demographic is not moms or families. Your demographic is human beings. Well, in what I happen, you know, I've worked on other things where, uh, you know, I've worked in children's animation where in that moment, my demographic was children, you know, nine to 12 or whatever. Right now on this project, my demographic is moms with me. Really, that's a job. I really enjoy doing it. What's the job? I, I mean, writing right now, writing. The, so I wrote this book. Right. Right now, that's, that's coming my out. It's work. coming out next month. In yeah, in April. In March, end April. of April. Uh huh. It's a very seamless plug right now. I like. I really that's the way I roll, man. I, it's not like I come so in and go. So you wrote a book. Yeah. Like I'm not going to do that. No, you just slipped it in there. I, I, in. I barely smelled it coming, and there it was, right, right on my right happens. on my plate in 1847. <laughs> um, we really covered the smell of horse crap. I appreciated that. Um, yeah, I it, it, sure demographic what. It's, <laughs> well, the idea that this is so, so you're part of, oh, right, right? So you're, you're, part of your demographic is the mom. That's what I'm saying. But I'm also going to Oh, you were going to make a generalization about my demographic and you apologize. I said, don't apologize. Right, 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 right. Because uh, I also, I read your, I read your blog and I don't, I, and I don't, and it's like, oh, I shouldn't be reading this. Right, right. Because I'm not or, a mom. Or God, I can't relate because I. No. Because everything, certainly the one that uh, the one that I just read this morning was uh, where you called that woman pregnant. Yeah. And who can't relate to opening their mouths sure. and going, and being oh an my asshole. God. Yeah. Right. I wanted to take it back. Well, see, I, I, when I write the mom stuff, honestly, I, to me, that's just an experience I happen to be going through right now. And most, this, a lot of the stuff that happens, I find entertaining and funny or pain, painful, which is also funny. It's just my lens right now. You know, in two years. Like David and I started taking Taekwondo uh-huh. a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I'm a purple belt. Great. And nice plug. Thank you. <laughs> My black belt will be coming out in I, <clears throat> many, many tomorrows. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I want to write about that. Right. And I'm going to write about that. And then I don't know who my demographic will be, uh, you know, nerds who decide to take up Taekwondo. That is so awesome. The idea that, with, and because and I, I totally agree with that, the, the, the thought that you are going to do what it is that you do and, and, and what's going to, and what's going to come of that is going to come of that. Yeah. It's as opposed to the other way around. Right. I'm looking at that demographic and I'm going, what they need is this. It's like, no, yeah. how can you write that way? Right, how right. can you exist? I, how can an artist exist that way? Right. If you're not hired to do that, which is one way of doing yes. it. Yes. Well, also, I, I'm not an expert on anything. You know, I'm, I'm this woman, the woman who says like a lot, who, uh, she, she researched the crap out of her topic and wrote oh, yeah. about it. She's an expert on that. She's right. coming from an entirely different place. 
I'm just, I have a specific, the way I look at it, I have a specific way of looking at the world. Certain things make me, certain things tickle me in a way that I can't wait to fucking dig into it. Right. You know, like, and right now it, it's this, wow, being a mom is such a strange experience, especially coming at it later in life. I'm in my 70s. Right. Uh, so I have all this previous life experience that's, that's suddenly, that's completely unhelpful in me to, to being a mother. Right. Uh, and it and it plays to me hilariously against being a mom. All these experiences I've had before, trying to trying to wrangle those experiences now and and fit them into this weird little box of being a mom, I find that really funny. Right. So, the idea that. But, but I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert, and I and to me that's that's a do you great get, place to come from. But don't I'm, you get people? Don't you get people hiring you because they feel that you're an expert? Do you understand what I mean? Sure. Like the idea yeah, of, absolutely. yeah, yeah, maybe. We have Johanna Stein here, and she's written a book. You know, right. it's like, and because that's going to happen. Sure, I, I hope I touch wood. Yeah, that but that's going to happen. Sure. And you, and then suddenly you will be as much as you want to say you're not a maven. You're right. going to be like a maven. Yes, which is fine, absolutely. And I would, and that's how maven. I think that's how, uh, how maven mavenity uh, is. Mavenity is is produced is is discovered is one day you go, oh, I enjoy writing about this because right. you love it. Right. And, it's, and, and you said the word tickle, it tickles you and you can't wait to write about it. Yes. it what's what's a better definition of bliss than that? I, I agree. You know, do you ever read um, Mary Roach? No. She is oh, a yeah, science writer. Yeah, she, she wrote, wrote about the mouth. She wrote the mouth. Digestion. Wrote, yes, she's got all these one word books. Right. Stiff, gulp. And she's a science writer. She mm -hmm. researches the crap, but she's also very funny, very a, a great writer, poetic, hilarious. She's someone who I would aspire to because she strikes me as someone who's just voraciously curious about things, wants right. to fucking dig into them, right. and then is so excited to share what she's learned in, right. a, in, a, in a really uh, masterful way. That, isn't that what a good history teacher would do? But that's what an amazing improviser does. Right. Right, we, that's right. what you do as an improviser, and that's to me the greatest improvisers. I'm, I'm seeing all of your, everything in your brain is coming out. You know, all of these things that you were curious about and interested in, and things that you learned when you were seven. <laughs> it's, it's funneling out. Exactly, and and I can't tell you what a great experience it was to be getting a divorce and to be working with Carrie Clifford in a two-person show that we did because all wow. that shit came out there. Wow. Not, it, but it wasn't like my psychodrama with her sure. it was like here's a pair here's a bit of stuff that just is kind of falling out right now yes right and it's just a little bit and Carrie would would note it later on and say <laughs> yeah, yeah you're going through that aren't you wow and so we live in a world where we're able to share that kind of stuff mm -hmm. because it tickles you it's going to tickle somebody else it's not going to tickle everybody yes. but it's going to tickle somebody else and yeah. then just as Mary Roach has been it, it, she doesn't I'm sure she wants to sell books of course but what she also wants to do is she can't, it, it's, it's what um, Jim Cordy, who was a choreographer uh, for, at Second City, he was hired to be a choreographer at Second City, we could just call it choreography. And Jim <laughs> said, in musicals, when you, can't, when, you, when you can't get the words out, yeah. how much you love something, you sing them. Yes, right. You know, it's like, oh my God, May is really great, and April's good, but June is busting on all, you know, like that. And it's the same thing with writing, where you go, I gotta tell you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Absolutely. This is your first book. It is my first book. Um, let's hope. I mean, yes. 
or it, it's my mean? only book. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, I'm right, I get it. But what I'm saying is, you haven't written a book prior to this. Correct. Yeah, right. I've had pieces in in books before, but yeah, what a what an experience. And again, something. It's the first time I'm experiencing it. Every step is so really that's amazing. And then I write. I gotta make notes on paper, and then I'll send. It. That's what, what color pen? Great. You're How, saying that you're you're you're, you're, you're sending a, this off to an editor? Is that what? Yeah. What well, saying? so uh, yes, but right? you know, they're they have these steps in the process where. You know, I get these this outline of a letter. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to send you this. You're going to send us that on this. And this week, we're going to send you the galleys. What's a galley? I don't, you know, the, so it's just been a fun process. Right. Uh, and yeah. Because you're I'm not, but, but the great word about, the great word in that, the shiny objects word in that is process. Yes. That you're enjoying the process. Because Very when much. you look at the product, if you're going, this product has to be this. Yes. I think that's where a lot of people go, it's not what it is. As yes. opposed to enjoying the stupid, awesome process. Yes, but I don't enjoy all of it. That's, to, of to be honest. But yeah. part of the process is not enjoying the process. Is it? Isn't it? I don't know. Is it? How Do you, you enjoy improvising at every moment? Yes. But mm -hmm. I don't enjoy it. And I enjoy it in a way because it my mind is wrapping itself around what's happening in this moment. And when you don't have an expectation, you just get to look at that thing that's in front of you and go and say, oh, well that, okay, I'm gonna right. deal with that. Yes. My big phrase this, this go around, I got a couple of phrases. One is right before I go to bed. What do you mean this go around? This go around, in like life? right now, right now, <laughs> okay. right now, is um, before I go to bed, <laughs> I lay down, I turn out the light, like I'll read, I'll turn out the lights and I'll go, good job everybody. <laughs> Does anybody answer? <laughs> um, I, I, I think people, I, I imagine people hearing me and going, thank you, nodding and getting, and keeping, and getting, and like continuing doing what they were doing prior to them hearing me say, good job, everybody. Um, another thing that I have, I've been saying like, I've I been saying that. is, um, you don't know that. And I've mentioned mm. it in the podcast before, uh, the phrase, you don't know that, where yes. you say, I'm, I'm a cyborg. And I go, you don't know that. Yes, that right. could be part of the cyborg That's right. thing. Why am I talking about this? I love it. I'm talking about it's going to go in your book. When are you going to write your book? I've I've got a little zygote of a book ready. Do you? Thank yeah. God. You know, I, I've been. You've been pushing me to get write a for book for a long time. A long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, to me, I, I figured this is just the mining and the the you getting your thoughts in order to write the book. It clearly has a lot to do with it. Great. It really has a lot to do with it, and that's why I love hanging out with all of us creative people yeah. because it's just this stuff. Being at your house for the Super Bowl. You know that was the most watched television show in the history of ever. That's so, that is so disappointing for a million reasons. For a million reasons. Yeah. But being at your house um, with all those awesome creative people, it felt like this whirlwind. It felt like it felt like it felt like a convention to me. <laughs> it felt like a convention of the coolest people just coming together and going, "Hey, what's happening? We're talking about yeah. what's going on," and just moving on. Yes, and eating a lot of food while while doing so. And eating a lot of food, and and the fact that um, who brought Chris. Uh, and Kate brought Popeye's chicken. Yes, and pie. And pie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Popeye's chicken. Like, yes. when was the last time you had a piece of Popeye's chicken? Yeah. And I think a lot of people want, I haven't had this in a long time. I'm going to eat it now. Yeah. Because life is for living. Yeah, it's short. It's short. I do obsess them. That's, that's my, you say your, your mantra is, great job, everybody, at the end of the day. Right. My, mine is, well, if, if this was my last day on earth, not bad. That's pretty much every day. Every, yeah, at the end of every day, that's sort of my mantra. Right. If that's if that was it, I'm all right with that. Exactly. I mean, I, again, touch wood. I'm not. I'm not 
tempting anybody. But that's not there. how it works. Yeah, it does, and it and it that will. That will be. It will be the last day on one of these days. One of these I days is、that. going to be the last day, and I think a lot of actors, when they're coming in, or we'll say actors, come in to an audition and get a job and go, "This could be the last job I'll ever have." It's like, what、yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I well, it's a hard. That's a hard. It's that's hard though. What is hard? Just I mean that whole that whole world auditioning, the getting the jobs. And、right. For some reason, I t- exactly relate to what you just said, and I don't know why. I do at, when when I was acting and auditioning. I know that feeling, and it's a horrible feeling.、The、I feeling don't get of, that doing anything else.、Mm, strangely、right. enough,、mm. I don't get it writing. I think because as an actor, you're at the whim of somebody else. Yes, you're waiting for the phone to ring or whatever. You're waiting. Then, you're waiting for someone to say yes. You. But but you you not but you did did you come here thinking that did you come here with the expectation that you're going to be an actor or did you come here with the expectation of being I went I came、artist? here to go to film school I went to AFI got it and it was I I always knew、um, from Winnipeg I always knew I would move to Los Angeles I always felt I wanted to and、right. that and this was I come from an academic family it was probably the most logical way is I'm going to go to graduate school、uh, do something smart with my brain but I was in theater I always really enjoyed it and it really is my favorite thing to do as far as process goes live performance is my absolute favorite. I don't do it nearly enough,、uh, but I do love it. And so I, I many times would dip into it and go, I can't handle it as a job. I、right. can't, I can't handle auditioning. It was so, I just found it so painful. I really did. I never could get past it. Whenever I talk to anybody, you know, the youngsters who want to be actors and stuff, I say just really work on auditioning as a technique and learn how not to take it personally because I never could. As、That's、a writer,、it. I don't give a shit if someone doesn't like my writing. I really, it doesn't bother me. Right. Uh, because I I don't know why, I, I, but I could never do that as an actor. It just really. Why do you mean a D was, or a B? Was that a D <laughs> like, in the air? It was, an, did, it was an N. It was actually a D and a B. It was an I was on one、gesture. side. Yeah. Because <laughs> one was a line and one was a pregnant was kind deaf, of middle yeah, of it. Um, I'm noticing things.、Uh, <laughs> but it is that、uh, it's what you said was because I I heard this in what you said. I heard you you say oh the audition process. And 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 accept the fact that there are going to be in the audition process. There's going to be things that you just go. I don't get why that happened. Yes, I、right. don't know why I got the job. Right. And I don't know why I didn't get the yes, job. Yes, absolutely. And, and so when things come up in my life, and I and there's certain things that it doesn't matter. The、yeah. why doesn't matter so yes, often. Yes. Right. Right. Or the how did I get here doesn't matter. What matters is I'm here. That's yes, what matters. Being yes, the present. The, the present. Do you meditate? I used to meditate, and now and then, what I discovered was I took my meditation at ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah. And now I I can meditate in the car. Wow! Wait, you while you're driving? While I'm while I'm driving, but it's not closing my eyes. That. <laughs> yeah. It's more、right. the lines of I am just present with everything that's coming at me because、yes. really that's what I think. I guess it, I, I, is. Yes, and 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 improv is a form of meditation, isn't it? That's why I, that's why I I'm able to wrap my head around the whole thing because it's not holding on to things. Right. It's the idea of not holding on. Something comes up to you, and something comes up at you, or with you, in front of you,、yes. and it's you not holding on to it. To go,、right. that's happening. Yeah, and I'm going to let it pass. And this Because, is the only real thing that's happening right now. Exactly. This, this is reality at, right at this very moment.、Like、yes. Right now, this is it. Right. So when when there is a perceived disappointment, yeah, you could look at it and hold on to going and think, why did that happen? How come that's happening to me? There's a pattern. There is no pattern. No. Right. Right. You, your expectation screws you. Every which way. So when you came here, you came here to go to AFI to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And yeah. and. Well, here was my logic. <laughs>
my logic was, and I applied to be in the cinematography program because I felt I'd done theater, I'd written, I'd acted, I'd directed a teeny bit. And I thought, well, the one, the one thing I know nothing about is cameras. So I'm going to learn about cameras. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to know at least a little bit about everything. Uh, flawed reasoning in that instance, because that school, you specialize. And so I, I specialized in shooting stuff and I, I, at the end of it, I said, what about, I'm not a cinematographer. I have no interest in it, but I, I can take a nice photograph now as a result. Um, and I, you know, I started doing, performing with Joy. Right, at some point. Joy and I met and mm -hmm. I, and that was, you again, you just for fun. We met at a, I, I can't remember who, somebody sent me to go see a show at the Ice House. She was in a sketch comedy Got show it. and she was the only woman. And I, she just made me laugh so hard. And afterwards I said, I think right. that you, let's, I don't know, let's go to my house and hang out and write some stuff or something. Right. And we just made each other laugh so hard. Right, me too. And that was, you know, we just started writing stuff because it was fun to me. Like that collab, that, the spirit of collaboration in a moment like that, that's, well, that's I, a because thing. you and Joy uh, work together, uh, Tamara Beck and I work together. Oh, awesome. And we did, you know, and then I and we submitted show. at least one or two things to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to, to uh, right, Demandis? Yes, and we shot one. Yeah. Yeah, we shot yeah. the, uh, so, the driving room, which was and, awesome. And again, all that stuff, that, all that, all that stuff, um, that inspiration that we get, that we inspire each other and we hang out with each other and we do that, we open the fact that you could look at somebody and go, that woman, that woman, that artist, I want to yes. work with that person, that's the person. Isn't that the best? Uh, that is the best. Do you have, how often does that happen to you? Well, I'm lucky in that I worked with Tamara for a long time. Yeah. I've worked with Carrie Clifford for a long yeah. time where I look at somebody and go, that, I was married for a long time. Yeah. Um, I look at a woman and, and most of the time it's women and I'll say, I like the way, Interesting. I fucking like the way that you think. Why is that? Why is um, that? I think that I don't. I, I love that, by the way. I, I mean, I, I love that about you that you that you collaborate well with women. I just that's I, beautiful. It, because I think women. Uh, I love the the uh, the idea that because improvisation is a feminine art form. Because it's because, empathic. Well, it's empathic and it's also nurturing. Mm. It's also not, you know you know you know understand what I mean. It's, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't consider myself a good improviser, so I, that's actually why I'm because I. But it's 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 non-judgmental. It's unconditional sure. love. It's yeah, all yeah. of those things. So when it's welcoming. I what's that? It's welcoming and it's and it's non-competitive. Exactly at its best. Right, and so when I'm working with a man, there's going to be a sense of competition. You know, That's so and interesting. I, and when I'm working with a woman, I don't, I never feel that competition. And when I do work with a man, it's like, okay, good. I'm working with a man. Like I'm thinking about. You put working a different hat on. Wait, I mean, or, or you have to look at it from a different angle. Exactly. Really. And, and the angle that I look at it is, it's not a male or female thing. It's more of an energy. It's an energetic thing. Sure. Um, and I think it's the same reason that I really, I've got, uh, I've got a straight boner for gay guys. You <laughs> oh know? yeah, sure. You know. <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. I, I'm gonna say that that's the first time that sentence has ever been said. I have a, straight a straight boner, boner for, for gay guys. Yeah. yeah. Is the boner? I mean, it's you, a non-sexual. I'm in boner. a in a phone booth in 1847, so I can't see your boner, but I'm assuming it is straight as an arrow. It's a straight boner. Yeah, it's a straight <laughs> boner. There's nothing crooked about it. A straight boner that leads to the left for gay guys. Uh, right, sure. Why not? Okay. Why not? Sure. Not bad. Not bad. But I do, I mean, I look at all the times that Carrie Clifford and I worked together. Carrie Clifford, Jill Bernard, um, all these people that may, may, may or may not know. Oh, Rachel Hamilton. Yes, of course. Ray Rayham. Yeah. Do, are there, are there women now? And I think you're right. It is a, it is a feminine, uh, energy, but I'm sure it goes both ways that there are women who have more masculine energy and a lot of guys who have more feminine energy in, in improvising. Mm-hmm. I Rachel Hamilton has that. masculine energy. Really? 
and, yeah. and improvising. Like and is she, it a more, is it a more, so there's a competitive element, there's a... Um, she calls me out of my shit more than anybody else <laughs> really? does. With somebody, and that's what I love. I love that working with, if you are working with somebody that isn't challenging you in not a way that, that in a way that you're not taking it personal, but I don't really take much things, pers many things yeah. personally, but if I'm in a place where I'm on stage with somebody and they are challenging me in an awesome way, yes. and I hear that, I and what relationship don't you want this to happen where you go, where you're saying, I love I love the way you're listening to me, and you're listening to me so strongly, yeah. so subdermally. <laughs> right. You know, it's deep yes. tissue listening. Yes. <laughs> and you are present with that. Yes. And I, who doesn't want to fucking be that way? Where, I know. where that's what it is. Yes. Although everyone, you need a tiny break from it, though. That's true. Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I have a girlfriend I, I, who would I look at that. me all the time and go, ah, and like, can't do it. Can't yeah, do yeah, it. yeah. Can't do it. What's the What's the best? moment of that you, of which we are speaking that you've been ca called on your shit in the context of an improv Can you I can't remember specifics but I do remember I can't remember specifics but I do remember where what I, I was standing and like I was saying something to Rachel and <laughs> uh, you know I was in the audience that she was on stage at San Francisco <laughs> Improv Fest and she said and I said something to her and and it was like witty retort and she came back at me and just fucking put me in my place and I'm like <gasps> good for you. you just sucked all the air out of the fucking room because wow. I am in this room too and wow. to play with somebody like that who is so fucking balls out thatness. Wow. Oh. But it's a support, right? Yeah. Well, yes. I guess it is. Like I said, I, I am in such awe of great improv improvisation. You are one of those people. I remember seeing you in, when we were, when you guys were performing in Santa Monica, what was that place? Uh, by the, it was like a couple blocks of the beach. Oh, the upfront. Oh, I used to, yeah. uh, that was when I first, I think I first met you and mm -hmm. I just remember watching on stage going, who is that <laughs> fucking dynamo? What is he? I, it, it was like, it was like a religious, it really was. You were so, uh, you were just so amazing. And I, I just, from that moment, I was like, I, I, I don't know that I could ever achieve that, but I w could watch this forever. You know, I, I was talking to, uh, I, I ended up talking about him a lot because uh, it it's that feeling that I got when I first saw Carell improvise. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We auditioned together uh, uh. for an, a show at the Organic Theater, and I didn't know him, and he didn't know me. And I looked at him, I thought, I, I watched him, and I was thinking, if that's the state of the art, yes. I think I need to move to another state. <laughs> 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 to look at somebody in that way, yeah. But it's so inspiring, though. I well, it... you and you improvise together as well, right? Right. So, so you... Oh yeah, yeah. We do. We we improvise. How does together. he? Is he a masculine or feminine improviser? Steve For you, is a or was a? I don't. I I don't think he's doing. Might be doing much more. Uh, he's a feminine improviser. Yes, because right. he's very nurturing. He's really listening. He's not wanting to win the game, and that's why when we would do scenes together at Second City, he wouldn't. Uh, when we do scenes together at Second City, we would start uh, in the process or process, as you said, we would. Uh, <laughs> <Canadian>. <laughs> we would. Um, he would have so many more scenes because he's he's saying yes to everything, oh, wow. and nobody's feeling like I don't want to work with that guy. Yes, right. Wow, that's beautiful. Oh, I gotta see some. When are you performing next? Uh, Carrie and I are performing on the uh, a week uh, next Wednesday, following Wednesday. We're at IO. Yeah, at IO. So. All um, right. Yeah. I gotta see. I, it's, but don't you don't you love like when you're sitting and you're you're on a roll when yes. you're writing and you're on a roll. Absolutely. Well, that to me that's that is improv. And when I say I'm bad at it, I, I don't. I mean in the context of 
performance. I, you know, I didn't study. It's my, it's my life's biggest regret that I didn't go to Chicago earlier. Mm -hmm. But um, I, it's absolutely improv. And when I hear improvisers say, I'm not a writer, I want to slap them because they are, you are. It's just a, it's a matter of figuring out, uh, all they need is a map to get what's it's going a, on in their head to their hand or keyboard. I think it's, it's figuring out that you can't figure it out. Yes, right. Stop figuring it out right. and just fucking do it. Yeah. Because the moment you start figuring it out, it's in, why, why are you doing forensics on your, on, your create, on your creative output? Yes. Why are you wondering or how it got there? Why are you doing what it is that you're doing? Just fucking keep doing it. Yes, right. Because I'm reading your writing. Uh, it's very conversational. It right. is who it is that you are. You're not trying to be anything right you're not trying right right, right. well what I, I think when i'm when i'm happiest with my writing and when is it is when it's flowing out and when i'm not trying to be whatever trying to be someone else whose writing i really admire or trying to be cute or yeah i i i struggle a lot with um with trying to insert pathos right into my writing that's kind of my thing right now you of, of inserting pathos yeah of trying to uh, of not try, you're not trying. You're you're, you're playing with. Yes. You're playing with exactly. Play of playing with. Oh, I'd like a I'd like a more serious moment. I I was writing a story. I, I'm in the midst of writing a story. Um, uh, trigger alert about miscarriage. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of miscarriages through mm -hmm. my through my you know, and I'm writing this mom stuff. And I was saying to my editor, I want I want to write a funny story about miscarriage. Mm -hmm. It it's not necessarily a funny story. There are funny. A lot of funny things happen around it. It's a it was a life event, you know. It's gallows humor to me. There's some funny. So in I'm working on that story and I can't quite. I'm going now. I'm engineering it backwards because as I write it, it's getting sadder and more maudlin. I'm going okay, now. I gotta, uh, you know, I I can feel myself working at it as opposed to it emanating in it as opposed to you know finding that zone. So I gotta put it down for a little bit. There's right. some funny passages. But well, I can't quite. You keep you know. saying you keep talking about funny. In yeah. It. Why? It seems to me that you're you're trying to you're 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 shoehorning. It's going to be well. It's going to be what it's going to be. Yes, that's exactly and, and right. The, and, and and it's not going to be funny in toto. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> funny in parts. Yes. And. And it's go it is what it is. You're you're absolutely right. And that's me that's me who I identify myself as someone who writes funny stories. Right. I have this story that's not entirely a funny story. Right. Um, my challenge to myself is how can I approach this subject and not make it maudlin? Right. I think it's possible. I haven't quite I haven't quite figured that out. Right. And isn't it, that a beautiful thing though? Yeah, it is. That you it haven't is. quite figured it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people go, "Ah, oh, I got this writer's block." I yeah, I, I I don't I don't buy that. No. They do say, uh, you know, just sit down, write for ten minutes, just write anything. Where do half you, an hour? Where do an you hour. write? Because now I know what your house looks like. Yeah, you, lately write? I write in the library a lot. I, uh -huh. I, I need to be in public. Oh, you go out to a place. Often, yeah. I need to be around humans. I need to hear the hum of humanity. Right. Coffee shops. Um, I really like the library, though. I just mm -hmm. like, I like it. Uh, and I like being able to just smell books if I need I to. I love them so much. Yeah. I don't I've like the bathrooms so much at I've libraries. Got, what's that? I don't like the bathrooms at libraries. That's the no. one. There's a lot of homeless people living in bathrooms yeah. and libraries yeah. these days. Yeah. Have you been downtown? The downtown library is yeah. gorgeous. It's a great library. A lot of people living there. 
A lot of people living there. Yeah. A lot of people living there. Yes. There's there's libraries in town. Because whenever I pass by a library, yeah. I always stop into a library. When I was a so kid, um, my folks were very worried about me. They were worried that <laughs> they were worried about me. They were like, "Why is he doing so many drugs? What's happening? Is that oh, late sure. at night?" You know, uh-huh. of course, weren't the things. I like, would. And so I was grounded. I'm going to say three quarters of high school. Really. I was allowed to go to school. Yeah. To because I was doing shows back then. I was doing shows. Uh, I was able to do go to rehearsal and go to performances, and I was able to go to the library, mm. and then I'd have to come right back home. Right. So the library was a great place to be, and not get in trouble, and yes. not get in trouble. Or and at that time, you get you look and you go get books, and you go walking around yeah. and you smell books. Yeah. I have gotten rid of a bunch of books. Yeah. I've just gotten rid of books. Well, that's I I'm, I do that too. I do that too. I feel like books that aren't being read are. Not fulfilling their destiny. I feel like they're sad. If you get a bunch of books in your, I love books, right. but I do give them away. I mean, I I got it. I want them to be, from be free. Right. Be read. I don't need to have them. And I'm looking at books right now, and I'm thinking, I like I like Slaughterhouse Five. I like looking at it. Yes. I will never ever read it again. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know that. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. Again. What's your favorite go-to book? Do you have a Do you have a, a, a fiction book that you? I love pick her up? for Owen Meany. I just Me love too. that book so much. I it's one of my favorite. I gave that book to David when I met him. <laughs> well, Katie he never read it. To, it. Katie gave it to me. That was the second book that she ever, the first book that she ever Aww. gave me was that. And, and you I read it. And I read it, and so she was working at a cafe. And I read. I waited until reading the last page of that book Ugh. at the cafe, and then I read the last page of that book. And I don't know if you, you remember how yes. it ends. Yeah. And and oh. I I was sitting at oh. this, and I get all teary eyed just thinking about it. Was it was such a shock. Oh my god! It was so surprising and totally inevitable. Oh my god! I it's it's and I'm crying at yes. this cafe, oh. and Katie is you know serving customers around, and she looks at me and she pours me a cup of coffee. She fills up my coffee and she nods. Oh, and she nods. It's like that's the book. That's the book. It, it, yeah, transformative. Transformative. One Another book books. is Master and Margarita by Mikhail Bulgakov. Never. Oh read my it. God, that's really? just that's a transformative book too. No, Margarita not as a drink. Master and Margarita I'm not guessing. as a drink, but then you could read Margarita. You could eat Margarita. <laughs> that's a great book club. Um, yeah, right? right. Idea, right? Yeah, 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 Master yeah, Margarita yeah. Margaritas. Yeah, yeah, Master and Margarita Margaritas. Yeah, yeah uh, that mm. is really a good idea. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, drink themed book club. Yeah. Whoa. Hello, sharks. I think we got it. Drink themed book club. <laughs> I think it'll run out like uh, Ham yeah. on Rye. Bukowski. Catcher in the Rye. Cat- oh, better. better. Catcher in the Rye. Better. Yeah. Not better. Another one. Yeah. Better. There's wow. no such thing as better. There's none. There's no such thing as better. Uh, when so you sold you, you were you pitched this book and somebody went I'm gonna give you an advance. I had a uh, I had a. Uh, a piece ran in the New York Times. A piece that I wrote. I love that piece in the New York Times. Oh, thanks. Wait, was that just one or did you more? You did more a than couple one. of them. Yeah, you did two. a couple of pieces in the New York Times. Um, one about, the one, one was the... about Stein Day, about my my Christmas celebration, and then one was about the airplane, right? The horrible event that happened on an airplane. So I, uh, well, I that's one of the story. That's a story. That airplane story. And I'm, I'm, I'm connected to the podcast yes. release. The 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 airplane story was when I tell people that story, <laughs> and I, of course I don't say that it happened to sure. me. When I tell people that story, that breaks it like that is one of the greatest things to, to it, it like people go oh my god oh my god you're like yeah yeah it's like no 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 but wait there's more what no ah uh, no and oh, it god. it gets such a great kinesthetic response from people yeah it is a story of math though for me it really is it, what are the odds what are the odds in life of something of these three events happening 
uh, it's in the book. So. Isn't that true too that you look at things and you say, "How is it that I got to that?" Yes, absolutely. That all of the that that everything I've done in my life has led to this moment, and those well, forty-seven things converging. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. How come you're here right now? Aside from the fact, like, how is it that I know you? What happened? What? And I'm I want you to go all the way back. Yeah. Wow. Well. To that one event. Yeah. What was it? Um, it, it was probably, well, let's see, I, I, I met Christina Dunn. Before that. Okay. Because before that, you had to meet Christina That's Dunn. That's right. And then before that, Jerry you had Collins. to, you know what I'm saying? I joined Acme. Before that. Theater. Before that. That would have been, uh, what, I, what made I you found join? myself, cr- what's that? What made you join that? Do you understand? What Absolutely. brought you to that? Yeah, right. That would have been, that would have been finding myself here devastated that I wasn't performing, crying okay. my eyes out. because Fine. I wasn't what brought you to well, the point, that, right. right? Well, everything. I know. It all goes back to, you know, watching Carol Burnett wearing curtain rods at, at, when I was whatever, And then it goes back old. to your folks buying the fucking TV set. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Like, and, and I, I don't mean to... No, you're absolutely, you're totally right. There, there, is a, there is a continuum to every event. Exactly. Yeah. Because somebody made something happen yeah. or somebody didn't do something. Yes, right. Right, actions or or lacks of action. I would say actions, actually. Action, actions, right. Yeah. For me, it was my folks moved to a house in Chicago, and then we lived near a community center that um, my mom enrolled me in a drama class. Mm. And because she and why did she do that? Why did she enroll you? Just um, get I you think out that of the house? she wanted to have something to do. You know, you could be a professional hockey player if she enrolled you in skating. She enrolled me in two classes. She enrolled me in an acting class. And a pottery class. <laughs> do you see that? Turn around. Do you see that guy in the corner yes. there? That was the only thing I ever made in That's the pot. Awesome. I was I was eight. That's so great for eight. I was really good for eight. Jesus, it you was got really good for eight. Um, you got, was, you have mad mud skills. I do have <laughs> mud skills. I um, put it out on my special skills. So, okay. So why the fuck did we say that? Why are we there? How did you get there? How did you get there? So um, oh, so I know. So I. So I wrote a fan letter to this woman, Lisa Belkin, who wrote for the New York Times. I was writing her fan letter. She wrote a story or she she published a story about um, a woman who was kicked off of a plane because her kid was crying. And I just, her, I had been reading her column. I just had a kid. We'd moved to Chicago. This is all part of the, how did this happen? We moved to Chicago. I was no longer working here. I had a kid. I, there was really not a lot going on. And I, this thing had happened on the airplane. And it was so weird and funny. I remember telling my mother-in-law right after it happened, and she made it one of those noises, oh! and I and I said I have to write this down. So I wrote it down for myself. No one saw it. Cut to several weeks later, or maybe months later, I'm reading this column about this. You know, it was a serious column about this woman who was kicked off a plane because her baby was crying. And I, and I thought, oh God, that's kind of my story has a lot to do with that because it started with my kid having a freak out. So I wrote this lady, Lisa Belkin. I took a whole day to write this letter. I was such a fan of her column. And it, it, it's the kind of column that three times out of seven, I'm bawling my eyes out because the stories are so poignant and so beautifully presented. That's a weird uh, ratio, I just wanted to say. Three out of three seven? seven? I just, I, I, it's interesting. I'm in a math. It's not, it's not, it's good. Three What's sevens? Good? Yeah, three sevens. I'm also Canadian. It's like, you don't say nine, nine times out of ten. No. Because that's not Canadian. I was going to say three times out of four, but that I, I realized was, that was not accurate. <laughs> but, right. yeah. but it is. I think a Canadian has a lot to do with it because it's like, you know, nine times, nine times out of ten, you're pushing it. Do we really have to say that? Can we just bring that a little Can bit? I don't want a 90% of this anyway. <laughs> I don't even I know less what, half as a percentage, I don't know what three out of seven is. So, so, nine, so three, three out of seven. 46.5%. Um, 
Yeah, so I sent, her an, I sent her a fan letter saying that was a great story. I have an interesting story. It might, it might tickle you. Here's my story about the airplane. Mm -hmm. And she wrote back in 15 minutes and said, I love your story. Can I run it in my column? And I, I, I literally, I, I, I feel cold now at the memory of what, you know, I, it was such a beautiful response and it validated that part of me, that part that I was like, I, I'm in Chicago. We're here for David's work. I'm just doing this. I, I, I'm taking a step back. I'm going to be creative just for my own sake, you know. And at that moment, it literally shot me. It was like one of those, you know, uh, special effects in the 80s, you know, when you're traveling through time and you see the, right, right, the right, wind. Right. The rays, the yes. rays going and back I felt, I felt myself shooting forward and went, wow, this, it, she just validated me in that moment. And then published it. Uh, some people saw it. This agent contacted me and said, I, I don't know if you've ever thought about writing a book, but that is a really interesting story and yada, yada, yada. So that to that to I'll help you put you know I can show you how a proposal works and right. you know if you want to do this yeah sure I've never really consciously thought about writing a book but I would love to well you know so that was a couple years ago so he helped me put together a proposal we sold it to a publisher and uh say you know same thing I I just have been saying all along the way I don't know what I'm doing here right. I mean I my here being where in this, in this, in this process, in okay. this process, uh -huh. in this moment, I, I, I never anticipated I'd be doing this. Right. I'm so grateful for this fun, crazy adventure. Right. Talk me through it. Let me know what to do. Talk Give me, me my deadline. Guide me. Help me. Yeah. Ugh, right. I, I mean, I know what I, I know what I, uh, you know, I, 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 just tell me what you need. And I'm such a fucking apple polisher of a of a person in that way. So it's just tell me what do you expect from me? Because right. I'm going to do my best to give you exactly what you want, right? Or what you need from me. So, uh, so yeah. So that's that's okay. Oh it's something. It's something I was going to say that was real important. Ah, I forgot it. it. Maybe had to do with time travel. Definitely has to do with time travel. Yeah. So see, this is one of those opportunities where you take the. I think that you would take the time machine yeah. back to when you were telling this story. Yes, like three, and listen to your head in that moment. Three sevenths of a minute ago. And then come back yes. here and say, "Okay, I took the time machine. I'm yeah. coming back." Yes. Yeah. Or the telepathy. Um, Made by the same company makes the time is machine. Is it? Yeah. I think so. That was. I. I feel. Oh that, yeah. Never mind. No, go, go ahead. Do you remember what it's? No, I I just remembered what it was that somebody said to me. Um, uh, said only you get away with this kind of thing, meaning, it, 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 I, you know, I it just that people go, hey, you want to try to do this, and I go, yeah, okay, yeah, I've never done it, but I love it. Isn't that great? Yeah, I, that that to me is the is what I'm most grateful for. That I, you know. But you put yourself into a situation where you kept saying yes to all these things of going, God, that would be an interesting thing. Yeah, that would be yeah. an interesting thing. That would be an interesting sure. thing. Yeah. And to have all these things come at you because we don't know why we're here. No, I don't. I mean, I'm. But you, you know, we don't know why we're here in the big picture. Oh, no. You know why you're here in this moment. In your living room. Yes, I do. And I'm not just talking about the living room thing. Yes. I'm saying right now, you know why we're talking about this very fucking thing. Yes. And then when you get in your car, you'll know why, what that yes, moment is sure. happening. But to look at it, I think people want to say, this is what this person's life was about oh, entirely. Gosh. Yeah. And with Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman oh, dying, you yeah. look at that and you go, Okay, so I'm looking at people, looking at people, looking at his life, yeah, or yeah, what's yeah. happening with 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 Dylan, um, Dylan Farrow, yeah. and and Mia Farrow, Woody Allen, and all right. that, and saying, 
and looking at all those things and saying, we don't know what those fucking people's lives are like. No, I know. I know. What's tragic is that this is what's happening. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I agree. But to look at it and to say, what's the answer to all of this? I can't give you an answer. No, it's in the, it is literally in the moment. It's achieving, I, I, you know, I, I feel like those, I can look at a few moments in my life and I, where I say, I, that was a transcendent moment where I felt like I was achieving the, the full range of my potential in that moment. And that was a, what a beautiful moment that was. I just, you know, I'm just looking for a few of those. And, and, and <laughs> if our entire lives was were, were encapsulated, all like if our whole lives were like of, of those moments, yes, it's impossible. No, I because know. What, and it right. is goes. It goes back to process or process. Precess. It goes back to process. It goes. No, no, it goes back Pre- to, pro- pro- to process. <laughs> process. God damn it! It goes back to process of saying I get to enjoy the process. Yes. I and when I say enjoy the process, what I mean is be, bearing witness to myself going through the process. Yes, absolutely. I was saying to David today that uh, he said to me a couple of days ago, just apropos of pretty much nothing, I love supermarkets. I do too. And that's what he said. And I laughed really hard just because I thought it was funny. But uh, I've been thinking about supermarkets and how there are people who, supermarkets especially, people spend their entire careers working in supermarkets. Mm-hmm. And they, I know several people that I grew up with who are in that, who, who are in that continuum of, they, they work in super, they love their jobs. They seem to, they get it from angles that we have. I have no concept how a supermarket works, but they've analyzed it. They think about it. They really appreciate it. And to me, I have no idea where this is going. But that that is an example of someone who, you know, they enjoy those moments. They achieve those transcendent moments. I can't relate at all to it right? as a supermarket, but I could certainly relate to, God bless you. God bless you for finding your thing. Nice job, everybody. Your, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're doing your job. That's awesome. Yeah. And I relate to David loving supermarkets. Dude. I love them so much. Yeah. Why? I I love them because it's the same reason that I love uh, office supply stores and hardware stores. Yes. It's that world of potential. Look exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's the world of, of now. Here's the thing about potential mm. uh, because we call it potential energy, but it's not potential energy. Mm. It's energy. It is energy. It's sure. straight up motherfucking energy. And I walk through those aisles and I say, "Huh? Yeah. Progresso has something called meal starter <laughs> or something. And what you do is you pour, you gloop it out onto a bunch of other things. Sure." And then you have this thing that yes. tastes like something else. I always used to say that, and this is, I, I, I think this relates, that, there, that, nothing, that there's nothing like the potential within a, a box of cigarettes or whatever, a pack of cigarettes, you smoked, not the right? cigarettes, uh, I, very casually. Uh-huh. But I'm so much did, could happen. Yeah. yeah, so much could happen. How many are there in a cigarette? 20. 20. So much can happen in the time between the first and the last cigarette. And I, I started to feel that way with diapers. So much can happen between that first diaper and the last diaper. So that's sort of when you walk into a, when I feel that way about hardware stores. I walk in there and so much can happen between that piece of wood and that glob of paint. Exactly. And, it, and it's an interesting thing to measure stuff out in that, measure time out yes. in product. In, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a very capitalist. It is, but it's also, okay, so I make salad. I love salad. I make salad. I go to pavilions, and I get the salad fixins, which is always carrots, snow peas, cucumbers, peppers, mushrooms. Get a radish. I'll pop a radish in there. And I'll look at that, and I'll go, making this. Yeah. It'll go in the fridge. Mm. 
and I'll nom it throughout the week. And then when wow. I'm done with nice. the nomming, I get to have another one. So yeah. I know an entire week has gone by where this bowl, yes. this is a bowl of time. Sure, absolutely. You're, me- you're measuring time in, in a different increment exactly. instead of minutes. Right. Absolutely. Right. You know, time is, the, the measurement of time in seconds and minutes is, is relatively recent. Yeah. And it's, and it's also where a bunch, of, this is where I wonder, like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Did, did a bunch of people get together and go, um, when are you going to be here? And someone yes. said, I'm going to be here in a Glarnars. And you go, what's a Glarnars? It's like, a Glarnars is, okay, one Glarnars, two Glarnars, three yes. Glarnars. It's like, oh, seconds? It's like, why the fuck are you calling it seconds? And you go, hey, I'll tell you why. Seconds, come over here. It's like, yeah, what do you need? Sure, you know, sure, he's right. He's wiping his hands from his, I don't know, inventing the wheel. <laughs> right. So I wonder how all that, how they, they, you, they standardized all There's that actually stuff. a fantastic episode of Radiolab on that very subject. I can't handle those guys. God, really? No. And people We're do the so same thing. We're so together on Owen Meany, and I cannot get enough of radio. Oh, well, my why God. why is it? Do you because feel that the banter's don't... manufactured? What's that? The banter's manufactured? I fucking can't handle the banter. Oh, it's the same I... reason. Okay. I I, 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 That's exactly it. Okay. It's like, so what'd you think? I went over the tour. And what did he say? Right. Meanwhile, like, we know they're, I know. Oh, so my they're God. they're just not polished. That's the, they're just not actors. That's the problem. You have to look past no, that. No, they are actors in a very specific niche. Yeah, I, I okay. Well, just go, listen to the time one. Go, put your fingers in yours and go, la, 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 while they're bantering. But you got to listen to the story of how time, how, that was exactly what I was Great. referring to. Great. I have a story Great. on, here's how we'd all decided. And I feel like, I have a terrible memory, but I feel like it had to do with, with uh, the advent of train travel. Uh-huh. I feel like that was a, I mean, it had to be before that. But that train travel had a major impact on, on you know, making sure that 12 o'clock in our town was the same as 12 o'clock in that town five hours away. Right. Because otherwise... There was no point in having train schedules and everything would be completely fucked up. Right. But yeah, I think I, that actually had to do with the establishment of like Greenwich. Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 all that stuff is just so interesting to me. I can't believe you don't like Radiolab. You know what? There's a couple shows that I can't take. Oh, and Here's another one. We're here. Right. Radiolab, we're here. Well, wait, wait, don't tell me. Fuck that show. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not I don't that like that one. show. You don't like it? No. This American Life? Like This American Life. Just like Very it. fucking much. Love it. Okay. I really I love, love it. it. Mm-hmm. I, it's one of my podcasts that I listen to. Love Terry Gross. Love. Cannot take David being Cooley. Fucking yeah. can't take that guy because no, of the way he talks. He talks yeah. like this. And someone's got to say, dude. How does he so talk? He talks like this. He's the TV guy, right? Yes. This is the way that I talk. I'm just going to talk this way. And this yeah. is the way that I talk. And yeah. this is the way that I talk. This is the way that he talks. This is the way he talks. And then he talks like this. Yeah. And then he talks like this. Sure. And then he talks like this. Sure. Yeah. Talks like this. He's got a tick. How'd you, that, that. Fuck that! You wow. don't. He's got a voice for newspapers. We're coming back. Do you know to how the... people say he's, she's got a face sure. for radio? <laughs> he's got a voice for newspapers because I don't want yes. him on my TV wow. either. And it's like if he has. How about Dave Davies? Dave Davies, I can take. Who has and... that very strange way of talking? I, exactly. I, I can't. No, I was at, and it, but what I love is when Terry Gross is not able to figure out sciency. Yeah. It's like you know, Dave, you take the you is take Neil Grass Tyson. Oh, that's interesting. You I didn't know that. that. I, no, I don't know that for sure. Uh, but I'm wondering, why does Dave Davies get that interview? Yeah. And why does Terry Gross get that? Because Terry Gross is going to do Robert Redford. Of course. But she's not yeah, going to do Dave Davies that. I know, I know. Did you hear her interview Joaquin Phoenix? Not yet. It's a good one. Maybe really, really like him. Because he has no preciousness about being an actor. There was a moment Love in that. The Master... I haven't seen that. I can't wait to see it now. There's a moment oh. in the master. And I just want you to see it. It's not. It's not uh, no spoiler alert. There's no need for spoiler yeah. alert. Where they're in the hull of the ship, and it's an office downstairs. Yeah. And 
he is interviewing I, Terry Gross played that scene. I oh, talked about it where don't, don't blink. Yes, I wish I've seen. Which and there's did, that yeah. scene, and Infection. at that moment, yeah. I go, Joaquin Phoenix is one of the finest actors of our time. Really? You watch him, and I I could not believe that he did not get the Academy Award for that. Wow. He is really wonderful. He is really wonderful. He's a whack job, but who the fuck isn't a fucking whack job? He's a whack job, but yeah, exactly. exactly. Aren't artists, aren't great artists? I mean, is that a, it is, is it a prerequisite that they have to be whack jobs? I don't know. Do you believe that you need to have... I don't think I'm a whack job. No, I don't believe you're a whack job either. And I think that everybody that was at that party that we had, no yeah. one, no one is a whack job. And right. we've got some really very... I'm not going to say successful. I don't necessarily mean money-wise. We yes. have very successful friends who are good who, at what they do. Good at what they do, but they're also they're they're songs whack jobbery. <laughs> very French of you. It's very French of me. Whack jobbery is a very French word. Wow. So so it's none of. I don't think that I need strum and drong in order to be funny. Sure. My no, life no. has been very good. Yeah. So you don't. You definitely don't. Um, you don't buy that. Humor comes from pain. No. I, I believe I believe that humor humor comes from noticing the moment and 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 just living in that moment. Comes from specificity. Yeah. 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 I don't think that I, I agree. like my background in how much pain I've, I've lived has nothing to do with that this moment right now because yeah. I'm not bringing it in. I'm not saying I was grounded when I was you know three fourths or <laughs> three, three sevenths of my college experience. Right. You know none of that matters. College. High school. High school, yeah. That would be weird for my folks to that would be ground me in college. Yeah. It's like, are you going out? Where are you right now? That's helicopter parenting. That's to the Big time. Way before. This time machine. Yeah. 1847. Uh, let's stop there. Okay. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's how that goes. Uh, that was fun. Today's episode was sponsored by GoDaddy. Thinking about starting a new website? GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code ADDcomedy at checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website, ADDcomedy.com. Hello, ADD Comedy Podcast listeners. Dave Rosowski here. First off, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And second off, if you've ever wanted to take a class with me but thought, gosh, I don't think I'll ever be around where David is, know that you can now take the virtual class at iActing. Just check our website out, and there's a link there. Click on that link, and that will set you up. you got to do a little hunting, but I think that it's well worth it. We'll hear you in your ears. Bye. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. For more information on ADD Comedy, you can visit our website at www.theaddcomedytour.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ADD Comedy Pod. If you're in the Los Angeles area and you're interested in taking a class with Dave, you can find that information at his website at www.davidrosowski.com. Sound services for the ADD Comedy Podcast was brought to you by Post Apocalyptic.